Today on Locked On Dolphins, mock draft a Palooza episode two for the 2023 NFL Draft. A look at a number of NFL draft simulators across the internet and a special stipulation for each of the Dolphins' first few picks to make things just a little more interesting. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, podcast dedicated to team building across the entirety of the NFL, and it is Mock Draft Apalooza version 2 here today on this Friday, April 14th, 2023 episode of Locked on Dolphins. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. I want to thank the Everyday Club, everybody who listens in on a daily basis and is keeping tabs of everything that we have going on here on Locked on Dolphins. It's a wonderful Dolphins community. Uh, take a look at a lot of different things from a lot of different angles and, and really enjoy exploring this team and the ideologies of it with all of you who tune into the show. So shout out to the everydayers, shout out to everyone who uh, listens to Locked on Dolphins at all, but I would highly recommend being a part of the Everydayer Club. Uh, today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL general manager, owning your own football franchise, this game is definitely for you to download the game. Visit ultimate-gm.com. Or look at them in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store in all caps. Mock Draft Palooza. We did this mm, about a month ago. We had fun. We did a couple different versions, and, and it was more along the lines of, well, let's, uh, let's just dictate we have to pick a different position first so you could see what opportunity cost looks like. And that was fun. That was fun. This is good fun. Good family fun here on Locked on Dolphins. But this is my favorite version of Mock Draft of Palooza to date. And the reason why is I have selected three Mock Draft simulators from across the land of the interwebs. And I conducted a seven-round Mock Draft for the Dolphins in each of them with one singular stipulation. And the stipulation was this. Yesterday on the show, we explored what the recent history of trade downs in rounds two and three of the NFL draft on draft day have looked like and what that means for compensation. Well, we're going to marry all the concepts together here on Mock Draft of Palooza because all of these players at positions of need that I've been doing these 25-minute prospect spotlights on every single one of them through, hammering them through to get us ready for the NFL draft. These names are going to come up. And so too is the content from yesterday when we looked at the recent history of trade downs because using the Draft Network Mock Draft Simulator, the Pro Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator, and the Pro Football Network Mock Draft Simulator, the only stipulation I had was you have to trade down from 51 and 84. You got to do a deal for both. And of course, you're dependent upon having a dance partner in real life, but I wanted to illustrate what that maneuver would look like for some of the names that we've talked about and some of the names that we've really liked, if any of the names fell 
into a stratosphere of trading down, what kind of trade packages I could get in different trade simulators. So this should be a lot of fun. Uh, the first one that I have on deck is the Draft Network uh, simulator. This one is currently active for premium subscribers to the website. Um, I, I obviously with my prior works with Draft Network, I kind of have a soft spot for this one because I was very much involved in uh, the development and the logic of this one in particular. Now, since I left at the beginning of March, there's been some changes to predicted board and team needs, so I wasn't quite sure what I was going to get myself into. But here's the trades that I made. I'll talk about the trades, and then I'll talk about the players that I picked. I took advantage of the Houston Texans being that team that we mentioned yesterday that has more draft capital at their disposal than any other team, and they have been one of the more active trade-up partners over the last two seasons on day two of the NFL draft. I sent 52 and 240, so that 51 technically and 239, because the, the way that their structure works is it includes an amidst pick 121 or 21, it's, it's just a, a vacant slot, so it doesn't push all the other numbers up one. And in return, I got 65, 162, and 204. So I moved back about 14 spots, and I got a 5 and a 6. This one was, it was, this was a tough sell or this was a tough trade. Um, there were other candidates that I could have gone to, but Houston having the capital that they did, uh, 162 and 204 are the new picks added as a result. And then at 84, I acquired pick 93 and pick 146, but I had to send a six back to Carolina. So in total, 51 and 239. For 65, 162, and 204. Okay, so I got an extra five and an extra six. And then from 84 to 93, so traded back nine spots and picked up another five, but had to send a six back. So when it was all said and done on the Draft Network simulator, I made five picks. But the picks came at 66, 94, 147, 163, and 205 instead of having 51. 84, nothing until about two, 206 or 205, and then having a, a seventh round pick after that. So I got two picks in the fifth round and moved down about 10 spots for each of the top two picks. I didn't love the value of the trades with this iteration, with this simulator. It was a tough trade. It was, a it was tough to trade and make a deal, especially one that you felt like you, you weren't compromising uh, value. But here's the value of the players that I got. Some names you'll recognize, and some names you won't. At pick 65, tight end, Tucker Craft, South Dakota State. Now, if you remember in the discussion with Tucker Craft, we kind of put him in that stratosphere of uh, tight end candidates, very closely bunched with uh, Schoonmaker, Brenton Strange, the tight ends, the early tight ends in Washington and Kincaid were, were off the board by the time 51 came around. Uh, Laporta went just before 51 as well. So that was kind of the motivating factor. And I think that's a very realistic outcome for the Dolphins on actual draft night is to see that run of dominoes kind of chop right before Miami. And if it does, trading back and still getting Tucker Craft is a good value. Now at pick 90, 93... I drafted, big surprise here, 
not, for anybody who listens to this show with any regularity, Israel Abanacan, a running back from Pittsburgh. So you can go back, if you're not familiar with these names, or if you're joining the Everydayers Club, but, but you haven't been a part of the Everydayers Club to this point, we did a 30-minute deep dive on Tucker Craft and Abanacanda. A great opportunity to go back and, and familiarize yourself with those guys from my perspective on why I think they fit the Dolphins. But I'd be tickled pink with those two guys being your day two picks. Now, the big difference with this draft is that there's two picks now in the fifth round that I think you got really promising developmental type players on the defensive side of the ball. The first one came at 146, and it's a linebacker from Sacramento State. Marte Mapu, um, big-time senior bowl standout, was a late addition. Really long, really lean, former safety, runs like the wind, plays with a dog in him. I think that's a really likable, developmental, defensive weapon type player that will play a lot of special teams for you early on. He's a phenomenal athlete. And the fact that that like that's your fifth round objectives, right? You're not drafting anybody in the fifth round with the expectation that they're going to immediately alleviate a need for you. This Fangio defense, you need linebackers that can play in space. Mapu's a former safety. It was done. Lock it in. At 162 is Jacorian Bennett. And I think this was excellent value. I think Bennett gets hurt a little bit because he's largely projected as a nickel player. Uh, but he runs in the four threes. Uh, he's been productive. He's tough. He's scrappy. You think about some of the, the short-term deals the Dolphins have currently wrapped up in the secondary and, and having Bennett as A, more insurance policies for corners because we got bit with corner depth last year, and B, somebody who developmentally you can maybe let go of a Nick Needham after this year and feel like, Bennett has cut his teeth in the system and obviously is an athletic upgrade. Should be a good fit. I didn't get any good value with offensive linemen. And I know we're all mad about that. Now, I did draft at 204 with the final pick of this first mock draft on the, the Draft Network edition of the simulator. Uh, Joey Fisher from Shepard, another developmental type. I'll tell you what, watching this dude's tape, I was watching Shepard tape for Tyson Bajan, the quarterback. And Fisher popped just as much. He can play. And he went to the NFL PA Bowl, had a really good showing there, uh, went to the Senior Bowl, but broke his hand during the NFL, NFL PA Bowl game, so he went for some interviews. Uh, he's very much on NFL radar, and, and there's a lot of untapped potential, but he plays a mean, nasty brand of football at right tackle. I think he'd make your roster. I don't think he'd be primed to play right away. You'd probably be wise to not play him his first year, coming out of Shepard which is part of the PSAC, Pennsylvania State Athletic Colleges. Um, but that's, the, that's your class. It's Tucker Craft, Abanacanda, Marte, Mapu, Jacorian Bennett, and Joey Fisher. Tight end, running back, linebacker, corner, and offensive tackle. I'm going to be honest. This, I thought this one was the, the most challenging one to get good value on the trades. And I felt like in the trade back windows where I moved back, I got bit by runs on players that I would have taken, that I was hoping to see after the trade back. So yeah, I could have maybe traded back four spots from 51 to 55 and gotten a six, but then I'm not getting the developmental types that I'm really excited about. So this, this class is more of a you maybe lost a player that was marginally ranked higher on your board at running back and at tight end or potentially an offensive line addition at 94. Uh, but in return, you get higher ceiling developmental type players and you still get players that ranked 
very well within their perspective groups and were in the same tier of players at the positions that you were considering drafting uh, with those first two picks. So that's mock draft number one. Our next mock draft is the PFF simulator mock draft. But before we get there, we're talking team building strategies in the draft and how to do it right. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins, ironically enough, or maybe it's not ironic. Maybe I chose to do it this way. I don't know. Gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. It is brought to you by Football, Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game before, and if you think you'd make a great GM, Ultimate Football GM is a game that you absolutely have to try. You are responsible for managing every strategic aspect of your franchise, from hiring the right coaches and coordinators to navigating the draft and free agency to balancing the budget, negotiating player contracts, uh, renovating the stadium, uh, player injuries, player discipline, the ups and downs of seasons, player trades, you name it. It's all on you. All in a challenging and realistic game world that you have to get your hands on. Alderman Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. Locked On Dolphins listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps. In the game store, that's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. Just download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. It's ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. The Pro Football Focus Draft Simulator. This was the easiest of the Sims to get a deal done. I thought I got better value with my trade downs here than I did. It was more the utopian trade values. So we talked about and we looked at when we did the research yesterday on the day two trades and you kind of put a star next to, hey, you went down 10 spots and you got a future four. Like that, your ears perk up. Well, case in point, I went down from 51 to 61 with the Chicago Bears. And I sent 51 and 238 for 61, 103, and 148. So in comparison to the Draft Network simulator, I went down about the same amount of spots, a couple fewer spots, or a couple more spots on TDN, and only got a five back. Whereas here, I got a four and a five. So either the Bears were way more desperate, or the... uh, the, the board broke in a certain way in which the, the computer really liked and wanted to come up and get a player, hypothetically, for the Bears. Uh, so I went from 51 to 61, and at 61, no, I'll keep, I'll keep the format the same. And then at 90, at 84, I went to 93 again. Uh, so with the Panthers, this time I went from 84 to 93, and instead of collecting 147, and having to send 199, I got 132 straight up. So I added two fours and a five in these trade backs and sent a two, a three. I sent a two for a two, but got a four and a five back. And then I sent a three for a three and got another four back. So the Draft Network one, I got picks in the fifth round. In the PFF one, I got picks in the fourth round. So better value. And and as expected, you'll you'll probably like the return on this mock more 
It, it was not, I didn't feel like I got sniped as often here. Keanu Benton was the pick at 61. Defensive tackle from the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, this is kind of a buzzy player for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they picked twice in the first half of the second round, so that's kind of a spot to watch, but he fell to 61 here, and I snatched him right up and didn't think twice about it. I picked 93, uh, courtesy of the Panthers. This is a player who you're going to familiarize yourself here in a little bit when we get to doing his, his individual prospect deep dive. We didn't get there yet. Nick Saldaveri from Old Dominion, offensive lineman. Got him at 93. I think this is appropriate value. I think this is a pretty uh, exciting talent and, and raw skill set to work with. The fact that I added 132 to get this player in this spot uh, has me feeling good about the value as well uh, because it, it, that, that other player turned into somebody I like quite a bit as well. Uh, so your day two picks with the, the TDN mock were Tucker Craft and Israel Abanacanda. The PFF mock, there was much better value in the trenches. I got Keanu Benton and Nick Saldaveri. Now pick 103, which was part of the trade back with the Bears, got tight end Luke Schoonmaker from the Michigan Wolverines. He's already got his deep dive, just like Benton did. Saldaveri's coming up. Uh, at 132, I got another player that's got a deep dive coming up, Tulane linebacker Dorian Williams. One of the bits of feedback that I got from a lot of the listeners uh, with the running back series was, hey, you look at a lot of home run hitters. How about some size? How about some sledgehammers? I got a sledgehammer at 148 in a PFF mock. I got Running back Dwayne McBride from UAB. This is one of the more impressive broken tackle runners in all of college football. And you think about what the 49ers went after with Coach McDaniel when they drafted Elijah Mitchell on day three and the player that they got. McBride has some parallels to him. Uh, and if we have time before the draft, we might do one on him. But it's it's a numbers game at this point because I could sit here and do endless amounts of prospect profiles, but we only have so many days between now and the draft. The last pick, 197, sixth round. I couldn't believe this dude was still on the board. Antonio Maffi, offensive guard, UCLA Bruins. You watch any Zach Charbonnet? Maffi's going to pop. He is big, nimble, dancing bear, will throw guys around up front. He's a little high variance. But this is somebody who I think could push the Robert Joneses and the Liam Eikenbergs of the world uh, and potentially contribute on your offensive line. So two offensive linemen in this mock between Sal DeVere, who I think could play tackle or could play guard, and Mafi, who could play guard and, and potentially play right guard in a, a certain world and push Robert Hunt out to tackle if Sal DeVere wins left guard. And you feel like Eikenberg or Austin Jackson aren't one of your five best players. So that's what I like about this mock. Uh, I got better in the trenches. I get definitively better in the trenches. I don't love what I added from a skill player perspective. Schoonmaker is in the same tier as Tucker Craft. I actually have him grade a little higher, and I got him later in this mock. So I would definitely say the, the value of the trades and the way the board broke was more favorable with this iteration of the PFF simulator than the TDN one, which I felt was more challenging to get good trade value and find good players falling into my lap in certain spots. Our last one is the PFM, Pro Football Network Simulator. Anybody who's interested in doing these, uh, just know, I want to be completely transparent. Uh, the PFF one is a subscription service. The 
Draft Network one is currently scheduled as a uh, premium subscriber experience. I know that's not the long-term plan, but that's how it's currently set up. If you want to do an experience, and this is my invitation to all of you, as we get ready to go to segment three here, send me your mocks. If you're a subscriber for one of the other two sites, send me your mocks. I want to know, I want to be able to compare your results versus my results to see if I just got bad luck, if I got good luck, I got good value, I got bad value. Want to know what from you guys what your mocks are looking like right now, but you have to trade down from 51 and you have to trade down from 84. Those are the rules. I didn't make them up. Actually, I did. That's neither here nor there. You can tweet them to me, or if you're part of the subtext community, you can uh, drop them my way and text them to me. That's the nice thing about the subtext. If you're not familiar with the subtext, you can text Dolphins to 305-419-3924 and talk Dolphins football directly with me. Try to send broadcasts out to everybody who subscribes on a daily basis, update you guys on the programming, give you guys the behind-the-scenes looks at some of the materials and the research that I'm doing, let you guys get a hold of those materials to be able to see for yourself, make your own determinations, get sneak peeks of what's coming with the content, see my draft board for the Dolphins in its entirety, uh, and just talk Dolphins football. The first two weeks are free. If you decide it's not for you, you can cancel at any time in those first two weeks, and if you like it, it's just a couple bucks a month. Get to talk Dolphins football uh, with yours truly. So, Dolphins, 305-419-3924 is another option for you to send your mocks my way uh, as you do them. PFN simulator. Here's the trades. So with the first trade, I went back to 64 overall, a.k.a. the first pick of the third round with the Chicago Bears, and got 148 and 258 in return for 51. So this was more in line with the value that I got on the Draft Network features than the PFF features. Then at 84, I only went back a couple of spots. I went back from 84 to 86 and got 157 from Baltimore. I thought dropping back that little and still getting a five was a plus value for me to go ahead and move on that juncture. So I locked that in. And made those two trades. So I added two fives. I went down 13 spots and two spots and added two fives and a seven. But I didn't have to send anything back. So this simulation is actually the one that had the most amount of players added to the Dolphins roster. Here's what I got. At 64, Dion Henley, linebacker, Washington State. Potential long-term heir to Jerome Baker. Nice compliment to David Long as far as style of play. Um undersized, but moves very, very well in space, uh, can be effective in coverage. Henley used to be a safety. Uh, so I like that, again, as a long-term, and he's a contingency plan for if David Long has injury issues. Hopefully, if they pop up later in the season, Henley will be far enough along between he and Channing Tindall. You have some options. Uh, at 86, remember, this only went down two spots, and I still picked up a five. I got Zach Charbonnet at running back uh, from the UCLA Bruins. Didn't really love the offensive line value here. But I did go offensive line at 148 with an asterisk. Andrew Voorhees from USC is the player. The challenge with Andrew Voorhees is he's definitively a day three player because he has an injury, his torn ACL that he's going to be coming back off of. So I don't know that he's going to help you right away. So that kind of leaves the door open for the Dolphins to, just like with the Draft Network one, you're going to have to do work this summer and get either a free agent veteran or make a trade with a 2024 pick 
to kind of help fortify that group. Uh, 157, which was part of that deal uh, with the Ravens. Uh, so instead of picking an 84 and probably picking Zach Charbonnet because neither the player that went in 84 or 85 were the players I would have picked, um, I got Cam Jones, linebacker from Indiana. This was another senior bowl participant, really popped in a big way. We're going to do a prospect spotlight on him. Looked like he was going to take a big step forward this year, but only played about a month's worth of the season before a foot injury ended his season prematurely. Um, so he's a little under the radar, but he looked like a player who was taking big steps forward in growth and then perform well at the senior bowl. So I got Charbonnet and Cam Jones instead of just taking Charbonnet at 84. So that's nice. Uh, 197, we go tight end. Braden Willis, Oklahoma, kind of multifaceted, multi-tool player. Uh, liked that value at 197. At 238, Darius Davis, uh, another return option for the Dolphins. He's a speed wide receiver. Uh, kind of your maybe practice squad year one heir apparent to Braxton Berrios, who's here on a one-year, $3.5 million deal. Not small money. Berrios is going to be on the squad, and he's going to play a big role. But can Darius be the long-term heir in that role within the offense? Because he's a blazing fast player. And then at 258, uh, I went with the nose tackle, P.J. Mustafer. You guys are probably familiar if you were here for the 2023 offseason blueprint content we did before the start of free agency, because uh, that was a name that was in mock drafts back then. So in summary, definitely got the best trade value with the PFF trades. I thought the PFN and the TDN trade experiences were more challenging to get plus value. Uh, both of those experiences added multiple fives and a, a later day three pick for the PFN. It was multiple fives uh, exclusively for the TDN and, and multiple fours for the PFF version in the experience. The three classes in their summary the Draft Network Sim Mach 1. I want you guys to let me know which one you like the best. I think I have a feeling I know which one because I felt the board broke very favorably in one of these three experiences as compared to the other two. Uh, P the TDN experience Mock Draft 1 was Tucker Craft, Israel Abanakanda, Marte Mapu, linebacker, cornerback Jacorian Bennett, offensive tackle Joey Fisher. The PFF Mach 2 was defensive tackle Keanu Benton, offensive lineman Nick Saldaveri, Tight end Luke Schoonmaker, linebacker Dorian Williams, running back Dwayne McBride, offensive guard Antonio Maffi, and then the third mock, the PFN mock, was linebacker Dion Henley, running back Zach Charbonnet, offensive guard Andrew Voorhees, linebacker Cam Jones, tight end Braden Willis, wide receiver return specialist Darius Davis, and defensive tackle PJ Mustafer. Those are the three mocks. Want to know which one you like the best? I want to know what your mocks are looking like right now, so send them to me. Uh, if you're going to shoot one over on the subtext, uh, I promise I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll give you some critiques. I'll give you my insights. I'll, I'll let you know what I think of the players. Uh, but even if you're sending them on Twitter, send them over. I want to make sure I get a look. We're going to have a follow-up on this and talk about what all of Dolphins Nation has on their mind as we continue our path to the 2023 NFL Draft. But that is going to do it for Mock Draft to Palooza version 2.0 i appreciate you guys for making locked on dolphins a part of your day for making it your first listen of the day i appreciate the everydayers who are here every day you can find us on youtube wherever you listen to your favorite podcast we are your team every day here on the locked on network make it a great rest of your day i'll be back again to talk to you all soon over the weekend and until then fins up <laughs>